We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Rotowire podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizzapia, and it's just me today. That's right, Solo Joe. So lucky for all of you guys and gals out there, a little daily fantasy right for you. Now, uh, look, it's it's a Thursday, which means there's not a whole lot of games on the slate. You got your day games, a couple in the afternoon and a few at night. So we're going to separate them out because that's the wise thing to do. It's what we should do. It's how we should go about our business for the day. So let's start with that day slate and get going. All right, we got Jimmy Nelson top of the board. The pitcher is 9,300, 86 for Tyon. Now, I want to just talk about Nelson for a second because I, th- I think he's going to be very chalk today in terms of where you are looking at the day slate board. You got a lot of names that are kind of on that wishy-washy Lance Lynn. Uh, you know, you don't want any part of Liriano and Fister. We'll talk about that game a little bit later, depending on the weather situation there in Boston. But what we've got here is Jimmy Nelson, who's got great numbers overall, but again, those road numbers still not great. And this is another road start. And I'm telling you right now, I think Nelson's a trap at 9,300. Even if he has a good game, I think you can get a good game out of Tyon going right up against him and actually make some hay today in cash games. Now, in terms of GPP pitchers in the day slate, for me, when I'm looking at that, I'm looking at Luis Castillo. And I'm looking at Luis Castillo because I understand it's against the Diamondbacks, but I will say this. Last game against the Nationals, quality start. Game before that, against those same Diamondbacks in Arizona, also a quality start. I'm looking at Castillo as a guy who's tough to square up. I think that he's got enough energy here to get through the rest of August. Uh, Then after September, we'll see what happens with his innings limit. But right now, I'm pretty confident Castillo for 7,600 as my GPP arm if you want to go that route today. Uh, I understand it's it's a tough sell. I get that Cincinnati's a really good home ballpark, but you know what? He's pitched admirably even in Colorado. So Castillo's been a guy so far that I think very highly of, and I think people need to start taking notice of. And right now that price is pretty cost-effective and pretty cheap. So Tyon is my favorite cash game guy in the day slate. Castillo is my favorite GPP arm. Now let's talk about where we want to get some offense from in the day slate. Uh, Well, 
clearly it's going to be from that Boston-Toronto game. I'm pretty sure about that. Liriano's been dreadful this year. Doug Fister is, you know, a retread off of the scrap heap. So that's certainly a spot that I would look to in those games today. That's where I'm going to try to stack. My preference would probably be to go over and get the good shares of Boston. I mean, that that's pretty much what I want to do. I think Liriano's just been walking everybody this year, and I think that's a, a pretty good spot. Now, look, right now you got a Toronto lineup where Toronto still has a lot of good bats in there. We know Donaldson's going to be a little cheaper today, as he always has been. We we understand Batista's a very streaky player. I think Boston is your better cash game stack. I think they're a little bit more reliable in this game today. Uh, so we're talking about paying up for Mookie bets. We're talking about paying up for the Hanley Ramirez, those kind of guys. Obviously, you got to check out uh, all of the lineups as they come out. But that's the way that I'm looking right now in terms of the day slate. So let's go over to the main now. Let's switch gears and let's talk about these pitchers because now we got some real big boys on the night game slate. We've got Madison Bumgarner back, 11,200. Now he's at home against the Padres. Chalky, chalk, 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 four cash games. And you know what? That's fine. That's totally fine. I know that first start back was good against the Padres. It was it was good. wasn't great. But for 31 points, eh, that's what he put up last time against the Padres. I think that there's a higher ceiling there tonight for sure. I'm not afraid of the 11K. I think it's the smart way to go. I think it's a whole lot safer than any other pitcher on here. So best Madison Bumgarner lineup in cash games today. Don't get cute. Don't get fancy. All right, please. Padres strike out a ton. Padres have a ton of issues. This one's at home too, where Bumgarner typically is better. All right, let's go to Luis Severino, 9,400. Uh, he's going against Felix Hernandez head to head. Now, the last couple starts, looking like the Luis Severino of old. He had a little rough patch there right before the All-Star break. We're a little questioning, but look, right now we're in a spot where the forget that at Houston game, forget those six earned runs. Guy's been a strikeout machine. If you really, really cannot possibly stomach to find the bats that you like today with Baumgartner in your cash lineup, Severino is respectable enough. I'm fine with Severino at 94. If you were double digits, I would say no. I would say just go with Baumgartner, but it is nearly a $2,000 plus savings, and I get that, and I think that you should absolutely take that into consideration. I think it's responsible. Personally, I wouldn't get cute. I would stick with Bumgarner at home against the Padres. I think that's just a slam dunk. All right, let's go to some of the GPP arms out there and take a look. We got Cole Hamels, who has pitched better of late, but all of a sudden that Baltimore you know, offense is starting to show little signs of life. I, I think that Machado in the second half is going to have a big second half. You saw Adam Jones hit a home run last night, but I'm still not afraid. I'm not afraid enough of Baltimore, so I'm still very much on Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels with three straight quality starts in his last three tries. I understand it's not a favorable ballpark offensively, but don't care. I'm still good with Hamels. It's a little expensive at 9K, but when you look at the rest of this group, Felix Hernandez against the Yankees, can't really love that matchup. Fulton Evich, I understand why people would like him, but I'm just not there at 76. I don't think there's enough floor. So this is a night where I'm probably going to look very heavily at Cole Hamels. And I'll tell you what, now that J.D. Martinez is out of that lineup in Detroit, I think Danny Duffy deserves some attention as well. Now, Duffy in terms of ceiling, I don't know how high it's going to be, but he's averaging about 30 plus points in FanDuel over his last three starts. Uh, The last two, he went to the seventh inning and then eight and a third. So he's starting to look like the Danny Duffy that most people in season long had drafted. And that's very, very important. Uh, As we move on here, let's go over to the corners here. We got Miguel Cabrera top of the board at 4K, Cody Bellinger at 39. 
Eric Hosmer, 35. Now, look, as far as these top guys tonight, Bellinger is always is your big-time hit-or-miss GPP guy. Uh, you're going to pay up for him. I know some nights it's three, a lot more threes than 40s nowadays. Uh, personally, I think you can do better. I think you can continue to go down this slate. Uh, and I actually will say that I think in a spot where Matt Adams, if he's in the lineup there, the lefty-righty matchup against McCarthy, I think is another one that I would prefer the $2,800 Matt Adams. And this is a great example of already why you don't want to get cute tonight because there's going to be some bats available in the night slate that you're going to feel good about. And those some of those bats right now that are going to allow you to go up to that Madison Bumgarner area. Now, I, I don't want any piece of Chase Headley in Seattle. I don't want... Uh, the only other name again, another boomer bust. If you're gonna, if you're interested in Cody Bellinger, right? You know, you say, okay, well, what about a guy like Joey Gallo? Well, it's a lefty on the mounts, and Wade Miley. Not that Wade Miley is blowing the doors off, but uh, you know, just as much boomer bust. If you really want to go down there and continue to, to head down, there's not that much more at first base. So, in my opinion, I think Hosmer, Belt, those guys are the safe ones, especially Belt right now. I think Belt at 3,400 is a guy that. You can get behind, and I think that with Brandon Belt at 34, that's a guy that, against Chassin, the lefty-righty matchup is favorable. I think he has the best floor and the best return on investment of any first baseman tonight in this all this night slate. Over at third base, you got Justin Turner, 3,800, Freddie Freeman uh, with an illness, so check and make sure if he's available or not in tonight's game. Still got some time to figure that out. He was dealing with some flu issues last night. My guess is he won't be in there tonight. But check accordingly. Manny Machado's at 36. Now, we mentioned Hamels before. Sometimes you need a little weird. 3,600, even if you have a GPP lineup with Hamels in it, I'm okay with Machado being in it too. Sometimes you need a little weird. I think Machado, I'm telling you, it's a feeling. Whatever you want to call it, women's intuition, I got it. And I got it from Machado, and I got it bad. All right, uh, Todd Frazier, the newest Yankee, 3,200. Now, a lot of people are going to get very on to guys like Frazier. Now, Mankata is going to be up now, right? So you have a lot of this stuff going on where the new names or old names and new places are around and people are going to get excited. The best advice I can give to you is fade them. Fade them hard because until they start showing signs of life, there's no reason to be wishful thinking because Frazier struggled all year. He hasn't been a good option. Just because he's a Yankee now doesn't automatically make him a good option. So keep that in mind as you're trying to make out the view on Mankata. Moncada we're going to get to in a little bit, but it's really about, you know, keeping up with that salary, understanding where those salaries lie. If Machado's salary for the next week or so is going to lie in that $3,300 range or somewhere in that, then he becomes interesting because of the power-speed combination. Once he crosses that 35 threshold, that's going to be tricky. And because he's a big-time prospect, people know him, that's going to be something to be very, very mindful of and careful. Only if you're getting a big discount. That's the only way I'd go there. So in terms of the other guys that we like on this slate, Mike Moustakas also has a favorable matchup today. He's at home in Kansas City. Moustakas has had a, a terrific season, very unheralded. I mean, I don't know if it's another guy who's got 25 bombs that we talk less about. Got a good matchup against Fulmer. Who, look, Fulmer's capable of throwing out a really good start as always, but... I think it's a very responsible play here for 3,200, 3,600, Machado, 3,200, Moustakis. Those are the names I think that I would feel better with and prefer in tonight's night slate. Robinson Cano, top of the board at second base, 3,500, Ian Kinsler, 34. But let's go a little bit deeper and talk about Logan Forsythe, who's 33. Got a matchup tonight against Fultonevich. It's a righty-righty, but... Uh, we're talking about a guy who's been producing on a very strong three-times value clip. 
Last night was the first night uh, that he didn't do that in quite some time. He had three straight games where he went three times value. And Forsythe is one of these guys. He has a little bit of speed, has a little bit of power, good on base. He's going to make things happen for you. The other guy I like making things happen for you quietly is Whit Merrifield at 32. That's another one where you're starting to look. Maybe perhaps you can get away with a little Kansas City stack. Maybe Merrifield, Hosmer, if you want some uh, shares of Moustakis in there. Maybe Kane as well. You know, I understand Fulmer's got a three ERA. I get it. But I think this Tiger team mentally is starting to check out now that you start seeing players jettisoned. And I think that's a that's a big problem. Baseball is a mental game. Don't forget that. But Merrifield's a guy right now. He's on fire. He's got hits in his seven straight games. I mean, this is a guy that you want pieces of. So Merrifield, to me, at 32, is probably your best investment. Castro is all the way down at 28 tonight. That's a terrific value for Starlin Castro. The numbers are better in Yankee Stadium. However, that doesn't mean at 28 he can't return value against Felix Hernandez. So that's another one if you want cost savings. You want to go up there, go against Felix, get that Madison Bumgarner in your lineup. I would advise it. Over at shortstop, Corey Seager. 4K, we always talk about whether or not you want to go with Corey Seager. Well, it all depends on if he's facing a lefty. Guess what? He's not facing a lefty. He's facing a righty. He's coming off a home run last night with three RBIs, two runs scored. Big night from Corey Seager. This is another guy. If you're going to go up to the top of the board, and there's not a whole lot so far in the infield that we want to pay up for, shortstop is where I'm doing it. And I'm going to do it with Corey Seager tonight. I don't want to do it with Gene Segura against Severino. That's not where I want to go. Didi at 29 is an extreme value again. Lefty-righty matchup against Felix Hernandez. Felix Hernandez is not striking fear into the hearts of opposing batters anymore. This is not the King Felix. It's more like the Prince or some other lesser royal version. But Didi's another guy that, you know, every night I look at Didi's value and his salary. And at 29, that's a guy that I love at shortstop. So here's your options. Go up to the top for Corey Seager or go on down to D.D. Gregorius. And with Seager, that's another one you can start to pair him with Forsyth and a couple other guys, perhaps in Los Angeles, and make the most out of that. All right, baseball clearly has been here for quite some time, but you shouldn't get stranded out on first base without a Rotowire subscription. And don't miss out on this great offer either. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. So go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. And users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. That'll come in real handy come NFL season, too. Let me tell you, that's definitely what you want. All right, let's go over to the outfield in the night slate tonight. Aaron Judge, 4,600. You can get Aaron Judge in lineups tonight, okay? You can get him in there. In the cash game, if you're smart about it, we talked about some of these values, the $2,800 guys, the $2,900 guys. There's plenty of value out there in the infield to pay up for Judge tonight if you want. I would fade Nelson Cruz. I believe in Severino, so I'm not going to the top of the board there. As we continue to go through, we're talking about Jock Peterson, another guy, good lefty-righty matchup. Lefty-lefty, you want nothing out of him, but he's been quiet of late, 3400 Yeah, it's a bit of a dart throw, but... Peterson has been better since he came back from that injury. A little bit better than people want to give him credit for. So keep that in mind. Uh, as you continue to go down this stretch here, Matt Kemp is another one. If you want to talk about savings at 31, I think a better play. Also, Lorenzo Cain. You know, I keep coming back going against Fulmer, and maybe this will bite us, but I'll tell you what. In terms of ownership percentage, I don't think people are going to be on Kansas City tonight. I think that as good as Fulmer is, I'll mention it again. I think Detroit's going to start to check out mentally. Lorenzo Cain has been a steady player. I think he's got more than, you know, three points in him tonight for sure. And at 3K, I'm willing to find that out again because of the skill set that he brings. 
Nomar Mazzara, another one at 3K, another outfielder to pay close attention to. Now I know he's got the lefty-lefty matchup, so you got to see if he's in the lineup. So that's probably one that you see the price, you love the price, but you stay away from because of the lefty-lefty matchup for now. Even though the ballpark is tempting, probably you can do better, and we have to do better. So let's keep going down the board, shall we? Let's continue to go down the board and see where else we can find some of our outfield value. Now, it's getting tricky as you go down. I'm not going to lie. You're going to start to see some of these other names where you go, "Uh, I don't know how I feel about this guy or that guy. Look, what does this tell you? It tells you that the value is in the infield tonight. It tells you that you can go up there and pay for an Aaron Judge, get that big time bat in your lineup. Now, I understand Judge is, you know, post all-star break. You know, he's not quite at the pace he was. He's never going to be quite at the pace he was. That doesn't make him not a good play. Okay. That doesn't make him a guy that's not capable of giving you three to ten times value on a salary in any given night. I will say this, though. Don't sleep on the guys like Ender and Ciarte either. These are little guys like that at 3,400 that can get you points. In fact, at 34, I think you can pair him and Judge together, find a low cost-effective bat that's in a good spot in the lineup, in a good pitcher-friendly matchup on a lefty-righty, that you can find those guys as the third outfielder tonight. Enciarte at 34, I think, is a highly responsible one. We're talking about a guy, again, not flashy, more of a singles hitter. But you know what? This little singles hitter scores runs. He gets on base. He makes things happen. And those are the kind of guys sometimes in DFS that we underrate. We look for all the big power and whatnot. But in the cash game especially, if you can get Enciarte in a lineup there with Judge, maybe you throw in some combination of Castro and Adams or some of the other guys, Machado that we talked about, and then go up all the way to the top for Severino or for Bumgarner, you're in a good spot. You're in a good spot for cash games tonight. And GPPs is going to be a little bit tougher because there's not a lot of games to really differentiate. So maybe the way you differentiate is that Kansas City stack. I don't think a lot of people will be on that tonight because of how good Fulmer's been. So take that as a possible opposite in a way that you can go and maybe make a little bit of hay. You can follow me on Twitter at JoePizzaPia17. And for everybody here at Rotowire, have a great night of Daily Fantasy.